0: You're tuned in to The Ketra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business. The podcast with your host, Ketra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome
1: to SOB. All right, so today I'll be speaking with Richardine Barty, who is the founder and editor of Grunge Cake. She will be our first guest. And we were lucky enough to catch Richardine on her lunch break. And we're going to go ahead and kick this thing off. So, Rich. Hey, uh, everybody. Hey, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Good, good, good. Thanks so much for taking time out of your schedule. I know you are at lunch, but we'll be as brief as possible. So let's go ahead and roll into this thing. Give us a brief description of your background, expertise, all that other good stuff. And uh, we'll go
0: from there. Well, I've been in the entertainment business for over a decade. Um, I started when I was a teenager, fresh out of college. I created a magazine just as a form of exposure for friends, and then it okay. turned into something else. I had a lot of friends who made music, so that it naturally transformed into uh, a magazine that covered a lot of musicians and a lot of like live shows, live uh, reviews, and that's kind of like what set the tone for the magazine. But originally, it started with 21 categories because I, I also okay. made print. Um, I did about four print issues, and by that time, it was like the print industry was definitely dead. Um, <laughs> so I I literally went to design school at a time when the print industry was dying, and I personally I have a love for and and you know that that type of media so yeah. I was like fighting an uphill battle it took me a while like five years to even get my site together because I was like very against it but <laughs> I hear you yeah stubborn
1: yeah but sometimes that's how it is especially to get where we're going so let me ask you this tell us where you're
0: from I'm from Jamaica Queens um, in New York City near the JFK airport Uh, Nicki Minaj is from there, 50 Cent, Run DMC, you know, Russell Simmons, all of those guys. A lot of brilliant
1: minds and talent coming out of that area. That's good. Good, good, good. Okay. So what, if any, influences from your hometown do you think have helped to kind of spur your career path?
0: I think the lack of resources is kind of synonymous to what happened in college when I was there. Like, A lot of us were graduating and we didn't have a platform to put any of our stuff or we were promised job placements and that it necessarily happen. So I just took it upon myself to, to give a voice to us.
1: To give a voice, Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like a unique outlet to be able to kind of have a way oh. to spread the resources and highlight some of the local talent. But Grunge Cake is not just limited to local acts, though, right? It's more of a national no. platform.
0: Yes, yes. Well, even international, like I, yeah, in right. the past, yeah, in the past, I went to Amsterdam to cover a festival. I was just traveling to anywhere, really, like any new place where I could write about music and specifically in the hip hop and EDM uh, industries. So I've gone places nationally, internationally to cover and just do a review. And I'm known for my honest reviews. So right. it's kind of what people yearn for. The honest detail review. Yeah. That
1: I, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely good to kind of have that genuine feedback. I mean, you got so much different talent, and you know, so many different platforms that highlight and give talent exposure. So when you can go to that one place where you know for sure, yeah, uh, you're gonna get a five star or a one star.
0: <laughs> it's
1: gonna be it's gonna be a genuine uh, review. So that's cool. That's cool. All right. And so the name Grunge Cake, Rich. Yes. You got to tell me.
0: Where it came from.
1: Exactly. And what <laughs> in the heck does it mean, grunge cake?
0: <laughs> okay, well, um, I knew, particularly from my personal taste, like I like two different styles of things. And I don't know if that comes from being from New York City and just living in a, like a juxtaposed city. But grunge being like the grittiness, like something that's unknown, unearthed, undiscovered, and then cake being the exact opposite. So maybe the goal for somebody that's underprivileged or underserved is to be successful. And that could be just about anything. So I tell anyone's story really, it's not just about music. It's not just about fashion. Um, it's more so about lifestyle. And I think anyone that is really successful, they have to, that's their beginning. Like you hear people say all the time, like they start from the bottom or they start from the middle, but wherever you start from, you know, like there's always an ending and you always want to achieve more. So that's where the name comes from.
1: Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have to get started. And so I know you you know, briefly kind of touched on this just a few minutes ago, but like as far as the, I the creation and just what finally like prompted you to go ahead and move forward? I know you told me it was five years in the making. We're getting everything organized and set up. Mm-hmm. But did you find anything like... Uh, particularly challenging about developing the concept Were you, you know, any skepticism or any
0: fearfulness and stuff like that? Um, That didn't come till later. I think not necessarily uh, any issues with the business. I think it's when people found out that it was me that were doing it, like they would treat me differently. So that that would be the thing, like, oh, okay, well, you know, she thinks she's hot shit. And it's like, no, (laughs) I didn't do anything different, like, because you found something out about me. So you started to, you know, reflect your insecurity on me. So those have been the issues. And I mean, that hasn't stopped, really. But outside of that, like, issues with the business itself and, like, finding people to contribute is usually through... Um, I'll interview someone, and maybe they know someone that's an aspiring writer, and then they reach out to me. So it's been like a village or a community of like people that understand the brand, they understand like the the tone and the message of the platform. So I haven't really had any like upstream battles there, and because I'm the one that's curating it, so I, I don't really have to answer to someone to say, oh, you know, it should be like this, and it's not like it's a board of people that I have to answer to or try to like. Pitch to you know, right so. right? so you have the freedom to kind of you know
1: approve and uh, disapprove and, and get
0: things up
1: and going the way you wish. But like as far as the what about the like the design elements and just you know organizing a set schedule to help you you know manage the the posts and the reviews and the interviews and all that stuff that you guys cover.
0: Oh yeah, well if you're on your own boss, you have to be on top of yourself, like you know because if you're not, then it doesn't work. So you have to set You have to set the schedule. Um, You have to take yourself seriously, and not only that, but you have to produce. Like you can't just say, "Okay, I want to do this," and then you don't do it. Like time is lost, and then you know, like you were that blog, or you were that magazine, or you were that person. Like, oh, you remember that person that used to do that? Like, yeah, yeah. Like you can easily become that. You know, if you don't, you don't take yourself seriously. Yeah. You
1: know, I saying. Okay, sounds good. And as far as like, you know, when you finally just start, tell, tell me what that day was like or even what that week was like for you when you finally decided that, okay, you know, I don't care if it takes five years or two months mm-hmm. or whatever. What was that moment like when you just finally just started, you know, realize that you're going to move forward with uh, Grunge Cake and the things that you wanted to do um, as an editor and, and really just a, an
0: entrepreneur? Um, I don't think I really thought about, you know, like if this is going to take me five years or, you know, like how long it's going to take. I just knew that's something that I wanted to do, like that I was comfortable with doing. So I I never really thought about the time. I just knew for as long as it's going to take, I'm going to do it. Like this is something I need to get up to do and breathe and feel like I'm alive. If I'm not doing it, then I feel like I'm without a purpose. So that, I mean, the early days was a lot of like internet searching and and trying to find places that um, printed magazines And I I ended up doing offshore printing because it was cheaper. Where I went to school, there was a print shop there, but it was like three, four times the price that I would get offshore. So I did that. Like I had to find out like how to get a barcode, you know, like a ISSN number, like all of that. Like I had to. Research. So yeah, so that that took most of the time. And then then I had to design. Like I designed every one of my magazines. Like. I took most of the pictures. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was doing the interviewing, the editing, (laughs) everything.
1: Yeah, like the packaging,
0: like doing the the talking to the people that that printed, like the press, the printing press, and doing all that. Like I was literally doing everything. And keep in mind, like I was not even 18 yet, like when I started, like, so this is something that I was doing. I, I, I had a lot of support from my family. My mom supported me, like, my sisters, my brothers. So I think that really helped, too, like having a, um, a great support system because they could have easily been like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, that's yeah. just a dream. Like, you don't need to do that. Yeah, get a job. <laughs> Basically, and I, that happens to a lot of people. Like, you know, their parents tell them, get a job or, right. you know, you need to do something else. So we need to pay these bills. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, that was the same situation for us, but my mother knew, like, that was my calling. So yeah, it's a little have... different. Yeah, yeah, you have a different passion
1: and desire there, which is good. Cool, cool, cool. So, SOB Rich, yes, give me three words that mm-hmm. reference your style of business using mm-hmm. SOB straightforward, optional, and bold. Okay, those are good ones. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, and let me ask you why
0: any specific reason why you chose those. I guess, I guess,
1: there is a specific reason, so I'll just let you mm-hmm. tell us.
0: Why you chose those three? I always felt like if I'm dealing with anybody, I like to just get to the point and not try to sugarcoat things because yeah. that's just a waste, no of, time. waste of time. Exactly, <laughs> and time. I, I usually don't precious. have time. Like I'm always like anxious and like you know like frantic. So it's just like okay, like I need to, I need fast results. So let me just get to the point. <laughs> if they with it, then they with it. If not, if not, Moving optional. On. Yeah, optional. Um, because I, I just like options and and not being limited. Yeah. yeah. That's literally that in bold, just the topics and things that I decide to talk about or like, because it's rich. From, yeah. yeah. <laughs> basically. Oh, yeah. Basically. Yeah. So it's, it, it really, it really um, encompasses everything that is me really. And then just put into a medium. Yeah. I think.
1: Okay. Well, no, mm-hmm. that sounds good. Sounds good. And uh let me ask you this uh-huh. in, in reference to your style of business. What's been like the most rewarding thing or um, event or experience that you've had, you know, in terms of, you know, being able to get
0: up and do what you love and enjoy? When I was discovered by an MTV editor, that's when I knew that everything that I was doing was not just for me, not just to satisfy me, that I had an audience and it was people like editors at MTV that was reading my stuff and, and admired what I was doing and my freedom and because of that, they were just like, "Oh, you know, if we could write for you, we would do that." And to hear somebody say that is just somebody that's working at MTV. You know what I'm saying? Like right. MTV in the '90s was it? Like you know what the MTV was, nice. was in the '90s? It's now. Don't you know the videos <laughs> yeah. and all that other good stuff? Yeah, you sure. know, I grew up. I grew up watching MTV, and I think right. if not all of us, most of us did. And <laughs> You know, like it formed the culture and it, it formed the way that I think about music and just entertainment in general. So right, yeah. to have that come full circle and then someone say, you know, like, would you like to work with us? Like, oh, shit. Like, Yes, indeed. <laughs> I'm, what time do I need to be there? <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm.
1: the time the clock air, but yeah, No, that You can't beat that. I mean, that's definitely, you know, I guess if, if you would call it or compare it to anything, it's like a stamp of approval. You know? Yes,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. I mean... I knew what I was doing was self-assuring and it was, yes. it was satisfying me. But then it's like, oh, okay, well there it is. Like you struck a match. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. here it is. Like I would get so many hits and I, I didn't understand where it was coming from because a lot of people, you know, like they don't leave comments or they don't interact, but then it's like, I think they were looking for somebody else to co-sign me or, you know, like, yeah. Sometimes it takes somebody else to say, okay, this thing is worthy before other people start hitting you up. But then after that, like, I started receiving emails from, like, Interscope, like, Atlantic, like, all of these different labels to do stuff, like, with their artists or, you know, like, it, it just, it's just about everybody now. And it's like, okay. And then after that, like, now you know about the, the situation with Hot 97. And yeah. you know, all of that basically comes from my brand because yeah yeah, like because when we're (laughs) when we're at the office they're like oh yeah well what would you do with grunge cake like you know like how would you handle it with that and then that's that's how we want you to handle it for us and it's just like really like You know, to hear, like, top New York City DJs even, like, say the name of your brand. It's like, (laughs) it's just kind of like, did you just say that? You know how to say it? It's weird. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, it's tried and true. I mean, I think that's what a lot of people appreciate is that whatever it is that you're doing is definitely something that, you know, I keep using the word genuine and authentic, but, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously, that is the case. So, just. Yes. That's a good thing. Good thing. Okay. And so, which brings me to the next one. I know. That sometimes you get up between four or five AM and all that other good stuff. But let me know (laughs) because I I struggle with that five AM sometimes. I know it can be a a, a challenge. Mm -hmm. But let us know what inspired you, like what what really gets you fired up, you know, so that you're up at five A. M. and ready to hit the day
0: running. When you wake up in the morning and you have companies like Oakley in your inbox wanting you to curate an online campaign for them or a day at Warner. You know, yeah. like you, you're going on a press day at Warner or you're just looking forward to who's going to contact you today. You know, like that's what keeps you going.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's good enough. I mean, that don't get anybody up to have something like that to look forward to. Um, Mm -hmm. it's okay. So let's, tell me this, Rich, for any business owners or aspiring entrepreneurs, what advice would you give? If there was like a, some single
0: sort of nugget of advice, what would it be? I would tell them to just start and keep going. Start and keep going. Yeah. Because everybody, everyone's story is different. And as cliche as that sounds, it is the truth. And timing is everything. If, if I were to get the exposure that I'm getting, now five years ago i don't think i would have been ready you know like i think everything happens for a reason i think people come and engage with you at a specific time because they feel like you're ready or they're ready for you and you just have to be patient but still be diligent and stay focused yeah
1: that's good, good, good. okay
0: and you're pretty much
1: overseeing all aspects of your business yes. is there anything anything at all that you can tell me or anything such thing rather as effective time management
0: Well, now I have a full-time job, so that shifts everything. Okay. But you have to, you just have to, because me, for instance, like this entire year, you know this, like, I feel like every week, like I was getting a new opportunity (laughs) and I had to like shift, I had to shift my life, like, you know, like you just have to be prepared. And I think that's just from, from doing it all the time. So it's, I think when you think about it, you sit down and you try to think about it is when you, you get in trouble like control. if it's yeah if it's always been like how you work or it's 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 just fluid to you then it's easy you yeah. know like you just have to because you can't the thing is especially in entertainment you can't really set a um, a certain schedule because it's always going to change right. like yeah you know, this person says they're going to come at this time and then that shifts that and then you're, you end up being late for everything else but what I find that helped me a lot is the follow up. If I'm gonna be okay. late, I need to contact and communicate. Communicate is huge. Like communication is huge. You have to communicate. There's such thing as over communicating. Like if you feel like you are drowning somebody out
1: <laughs> with all <of> the
0: details, <laughs> like it's better for you to do that than not communicate at all.
1: Not Okay, great. All right, Rich, one way ticket to Mars. You're forced Hmm. to relocate, grunge cake, never to return to the planet Earth uh, again, girl. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) dreadful. What? And this is probably going to be a reality in a few years, but tell me, which three business-related items are you taking?
0: If I were to go to Mars and I had a one-way trip, I would take my boyfriend... My laptop? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, said
1: business, I said business. Business related. Oh, oh. And, 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 and listen, you making it seem like it's a, a vacation, like you go unwillingly just to go out and, have, you know, have a couple of cocktails or whatever. You are being forced, my dear. You are I'm being, being forced to go to. You tomorrow. are being forced to relocate Grunge Cake. <laughs> wow. Tomorrow. Okay, I'm being
0: forced to re- relocate my company Right. To Mars and I can only take three things and I can't take humans. It has to be business related items. I need to know what you bring in. It has to be business related items. My laptop. Okay. My charger. My phone. Fair enough.
1: Fair That's enough. That's it. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. said what about the phone charger? I can't Yeah, right.
0: You're to to figure that one out. Hey, I don't even know
1: if you're gonna be able to get the satellite up there, but hey.
0: Oh, man. I don't know. (laughs) There's the thought that counts. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, so tell me, who who are you listening to right now? Who's
1: your favorite artist? Party Next Door. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. What kind of music?
0: He's kind of, he falls within that trap soul sound. Like, it's very much so like Drake. Drake, Um, Drake, He's Drake's artist, actually. So, it's like street... But he sings kinda like tie dollar sign, like that whole like juxtaposition Yo. thing. But like party next door keeps it really sexy. So
1: Gotcha, gotcha, okay. And I know that you're a person that is, you know, kind of lives for the moment, you know, working and focusing on what you have in front of you for the day. But mm-hmm. you know, if you think about it or if you if you were to think about it, what do you see yourself three years from today? Three three years from November second, two thousand and fifteen. Business wise
0: business-wise, yeah. I see take as a voice for underserved or unknown artists in all major cities, and they're getting coverage, whether it's video, whether it's podcast, like it's just it is, it's going to stay true to what it is, but it's going to do more for more artists.
1: Right. More of a media
0: platform. Yes. Okay, you thinking about going back to print? Mm, it's been a thought. Okay. Um, I haven't taken it to... <laughs> It hasn't been a reality yet, but it's, it's always on my mind. Good deal, good
1: deal. Well, we would definitely be looking forward if you were to go back to print. I could see myself subscribing. I'm like, I'm one of those people who likes to have the the magazine in your hand mm-hmm. instead of having an app. Me too. Yeah. Sometimes my eyes are bad. You know, when I keep looking at the screen, it's better to have that, that magazine in your hand. So you let me know as soon as you're going back to print, and we can let you uh, get ready to finish up your lunch. But last and my least, last but not least, rather... Let me ask you this, and we'll let mm-hmm. you know. Um, do you have any new projects in the works, anything that, you know, you want to let
0: us know you're working on? Um, yes, I, I actually have a meeting this week with a team of illustrators, so you're going to see a lot of our uh, illustrators on the website. So we're going to produce original content, oh, and nice. instead right. of using images, I'm going to put the illustrators to work like a full company that's down here that hey, wants to hey, work hey.
1: with me. Okay.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's going to it's gonna have its own personality. Like, I'm, I'm, I've am I'm been working on that. So that's what I've been doing. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Branding, branding, branding. That's very
1: important. Okay. Indeed. Yeah, so we'll definitely keep a look out for that. And tell our listeners, all right, so where can we find Richard Dean Barty? Online, website, all that information, whatever it is that you're uh, willing and able to give us?
0: You can go to grungecake.com you can find Grunge Cake on Facebook, G R U N G E C A K E. Same with Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, all that stuff that everybody likes. All <laughs> hundred. <laughs> um, the name is the same, yes. Social and um, <laughs> my personal Twitter is the Yams, T H E Y A M S. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, thanks again, Rich, for joining
1: us. I know you're busy, busy lady. Yes, ma'am. I know you're on your lunch, so we'll let you go back to your meal. Make sure you have some for me and uh, (laughs) we'll catch you on the next time around. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. All right.
0: Thank you so, so much. You're welcome.
1: You have a good day. (laughs) You too. Bye. bye Bye-bye.